0: everybody welcome along to episode 69 of percussion discussion hope you're all keeping safe out there um please check out our social media you can find us on facebook instagram twitter and of course our world famous youtube channel uh if you can find time to subscribe that would really really help um this way you won't miss any of the great interviews that we've already done or any of the interviews that we've got coming up uh if you prefer to listen on the go You can listen to all our conversations in podcast form. You can find those on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. On to today's guest, uh, a gentleman I spoke to earlier this year, back in May or June, um, way before the Genesis Tour started, and there was lots of fingers crossed, hoping that it was going to go ahead, obviously, with the COVID restrictions and everything. Um, It did go ahead, and uh, unfortunately, the, um, the British leg was uh, cut slightly short which is going to be made up next year but they've been on to the uh, u.s leg which was a huge success so um he promised me he'd speak to me again and he's good to his word he's a real gentleman it gives me great pleasure to welcome back for a post court a post tour up even the wonderful mr nick collins so nick thanks for doing this again mate it's good to see you
1: good to see you too man thanks for having me
0: on oh hey it's a pleasure well you know uh, as you know and, and as anybody who's seen the previous interview we had a chat um gosh I think it was at may or june it was before the tour started obviously and uh, there was lots of fingers crossed hoping that the tour was going to go ahead and it did apart from a couple of dates at the end but so yeah, yeah it's it's happened and it, it was a huge success wasn't it
1: yeah it's been really great I mean that first night playing in front of real people I mean you know bear in mind we've had so many rehearsals just to do something it's not even like you know because we needed to I mean you know we all kind of needed to get comfortable with all the stuff but you know we had we, we're going to have just as many legs of rehearsals as we've had the tour itself you know um, because it just kept getting pushed back so to be able to actually play the show and have a reaction when we finish a song because usually we finish a song it's just kind of crickets <laughs> and uh, You know, like the odd crew guy in the back just kind of like distant claps you know but this was great you know it was quite emotional at the beginning to just see people in an arena and have that connection you know for them again and and also for the guys you know to be back on stage um you know for the first time in i don't know uh, you know 14 years or something it was you know it was really special.
0: Oh, I can imagine. And is it, um, obviously you can rehearse and rehearse as much as you like. There's nothing, it'll never be that same feeling in front of people, will it? Do, do, you, know, yeah. you, get, do you get, obviously it's a well-oiled, well-rehearsed machine, but you still get that little twinge of nerves in front yeah, of Yeah, I mean,
1: and even stuff as tedious as like, how long between songs, you know, you don't really think of when you're rehearsing, it's just you finish a song, you know, somebody changes their guitar, you get ready, okay we can start the next one but this one it's like you know there's applause that come and go and so you know that well, even just small stuff like that changes like oh yeah we're playing for real now it's not just a rehearsal but you know and also the um, the adrenaline side of it that's something that especially as you know I'm sure as all drummers know um, adrenaline is you know one of the best things for drummers but also the worst because it just throws your timing off you know, you think you're playing something real like we'd finish I remember the like the first show of the of the tour, we finished the first two songs and bear in mind the second song has a drum machine. So we were, you know, it wasn't like anything was out of time, but you get that adrenaline going. And then the third song, which also starts with a drum machine, I couldn't believe how slow it was. And I and and I was just like, Oh, well, thank God there's a drum machine on that, because I would have started it double, you know, double time, you know. So um I think that's really the main thing. It's just, you know, feeling that that energy again, which, you know, takes a
0: while to get used to. That's the thing The technology doesn't lie, does it? It's there and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's calm and uh, you can always rely on it, can't you? Uh, Amazing. Now, obviously, as you've gone through, there's, there's, there's tons and tons of really high quality footage from the shows online and everywhere. Are you one to watch and listen back and, you know, sort of?
1: I think at the beginning I did. Uh, you know, especially after the first show, you know, it's like, oh, like, you know, A, what does it sound like? And B, what do people think? Which I'm usually not that kind of guy who looks to see what people think because I don't really care. And it's usually the people, you find out people who do leave comments on YouTube videos are usually people who have not great things to say. Actually, surprisingly, it was all really great. And I was kind of like, I was like, oh my God, you know, that was, um it was a nice surprise. And, uh, I, you know, I've seen videos here and there, Um Especially when for the first two shows in the in the US, we threw uh, a misunderstanding into the set and then we took it out again. Um, but for those since it was like one song that we hadn't done you know on the thing I, you know I wanted to watch it, see what it sounded like. And also for me, I get to actually see what the stage looks like because I don't really know, you know, apart from the odd kind of, you know I can look in, you know in my um, in the corner of my eye and see what it really looks like, but you don't really get the full kind of thing. so, you know, I, every now and then I did, but then I, at one point I also kind of go. You know what? Like we do it every night, and you know, even if I have something to say about what I would change, that show's happened. You yeah. know what I mean? So it, it, there's nothing you can change about it. But not that re- that usually really happens with it with everybody because we've rehearsed it so many times and really gotten everybody sounding
0: really tight. Oh, amazing! So it's it's hard to believe how quickly the, the time's gone from our first conversation to now. You know, I know you said you said May or June. I
1: couldn't believe that.
0: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it was like, is it going to happen? You know, is it going to? And it's gone. It's nearly Christmas. It's Christmas next week. You know, it's insane, isn't it? It's gone. Yeah. Um, now I have to say, the sounds from your drums are incredible. Obviously, the Gretsch drums sound amazing, but in certain songs, uh, Second Home by the Sea," "Invisible Touch." Obviously, we're hearing some triggers there. Yes yeah. this is this is geeky and techy now for the drummers you know um, obviously samples from your dad's I guess Simmons drums from the album are they are they yeah. direct
1: from there do you know yeah they, they are um, oh. I, well, home by the sea is uh, an updated well not updated version but like is a Simmons kit that we went through and and they it's kind of the one they've been using um, because back when my dad was touring, he was using the original kind of Simmons uh, whatever module, yeah, you know, getting the real authentic Simmons sounds from the Simmons machine. Um, whereas we had to get it on, you know, the new Roland module, which is great. I mean, it's been working great, but there's so many triggers, um, for those, you know, those Simmons songs, there's, um, second one by the sea invisible touch domino. They all use, um, Simmons on Simmons sounds on those songs. And, you know, I mean, there's also songs like Mama, which have, um, you know, kind of a gated concert tom trigger, just because even though I have those concert toms, like it's like this really aggressive, distorted kind of, you know, I mean, it's a great sound, but we, you kind of need that for some of the tom fills um, and a few other songs with some, you know, Conf- Land of Confusion has a snare sample on it. Um, which front of house does a really great job of blending both things. You know that's what I've always loved about so, even, you know second home by the sea. It's got a Simmons sound, but you hear the real drums too. Yeah. Um, but that was kind of at the beginning of it was really out of my comfort zone. On a how to, you know how to even get the triggers to work and sound properly because I never really used triggers. And secondly, well, you place you have to play totally different because when you have a trigger, you can't start doing buzz rolls and you know ghost notes on the snare drum because that gets picked up and it sounds really bad, like a double kind of distant trigger. So you kind of you really have to change the way you play. Um but it also really works for some of those songs. But it was funny because when we were rehearsing for that, um we had kind of like, you know, for especially for the Simmons sounds, we had like this these stock Simmons sounds, which we were going in and tuning the different ones and changing everything and like listening to the record, really giving you know, uh, my tech and I are massive headache. And after about three days of doing that and losing our minds, uh, Jeff, uh, the keyboard tech goes, I've got all the sounds from the album on my computer because he, <laughs> him and our tour manager put, like they developed all those sounds. Like they were the ones who created the second home by the sea uh, Simmons sound, you know, that they, Jeff pretty much built the farm that they recorded at yeah. uh, from like Abacab onward. So he had all those authentic sounds on his computer and, you know, you plug the USB and everything was done. You just kind of had to change the sensitivity a little bit. But it was, I mean, it was, it was funny, but I was, like, kind of annoyed that it took three days, yeah. you know, of, of us, like, tearing our hair out. But, no, yeah, they, a lot of the songs are from the record and it just really helps bring those songs
0: to life, you know. It gives it a real authenticity, doesn't it? You know, which, yeah. which you know, Genesis uh, needs and deserves, and I, I think. And, it, it, you know, I mean, you're playing throughout has been... <clears throat> Uh, has been pretty remarkable tight you know great groove great shops you've thank you and and, and i think uh, uh, i've not seen any negativity towards your playing or cuz i know we touched on it upon the first you know interview uh, you know there's always going to be somebody that says oh so, somebody else should be doing this and, but i think you've you've earned your uh, place yeah. there more than it's been great
1: honestly to you know that was a, a thing that kind of you know when you go into it you're kind of like oh i'm sure And everybody's been really cool about it, and everybody's been really supportive. And and you know, I think for me at least on a personal level, I had to kind of prove that you know I'm going to play these parts, and you'll know why I'm doing it, and that it's not just kind of like a favor from my old man saying like, hey, you know, like (laughs) you're not doing great for work right now after COVID. Here's like a here's a you know a little gift that you can do. But no, I mean it's it's been great, and everybody's been really awesome. But I've also kind of you know for me at least I've, I've gone in there with the mindset that you know I'm their drummer as far as like but it's about them do you, do you know what I'm saying like it's not about me you know me drumming there or anybody else right it could be anybody the, the, the main thing is to make them feel comfortable and to play those songs well and you know when we do when we finish the show we do this bow, all uh, seven of us because it's yeah me Daryl three guys and then two backing singers and so we do the bows and then after that it's them you know it's them three that it's about and so it's great to have those comments and it's great to have the validation of Genesis fans considering that's not very easy to come by Um, but it's also kind of one of those things where you know once it started it was really great to know but after that you know I'm not too worried because it's not it's not supposed to be about me it's supposed to be about them and the music really.
0: Uh, hey, and humble of you to say, but again, you've got to you've got to do the business, and you did it, you know, on some of the medleys like um, "Behind the Lines," Duke's End, "Turn It On Again." You know, you're playing; it was just uh, just on point, absolutely. Thank on point. you, man. And do you know what? And and this leads me to my next point. Um, I'm sure you're aware of this, but uh, the the you found yourself in second place on the Music Radar uh, Best Progressive Drummer. I I, I did, yeah. I, which is, you know, you've got some heavyweight names. Yeah. Um, I've just written uh, Matt Gartzka, who's number one, but, but he's you know. an absolute animal. Yeah. Uh, Matt,
1: Matt Gartzka is like, you know, the way what he does it's one of those things like, it's like at the moment, I don't think there's anybody a, as good at drums as Matt
0: Gartzka is. <laughs> it's just, and yeah, I mean, you know, being on that list is is really. Wow. Amazing. I mean, behind you, I mean, you've got Mike Portnoy, Brand Daler. Uh, Gavin Harrison, you know, uh, yeah. so that- G-
1: Gavin's one of my heroes as well. Which is, which you know, I mean, it, it, it was really great to be even nominated for those things. To me, was you know, because when you get nominated, it even to me sometimes means a bit more because it's the people who are developing those music magazines that are putting you on that list, you know. Because then when it gets up to fan voting, it you know it can get a bit skewed. Um, you know, there was the Rock List as well, uh, which was even it was great to be on with. Taylor from the Foos and and Todd from Styx, which was, you know, they're two of my massive heroes and two guys that I'm quite close with. So, um, you know, the progressive, was really awesome to kind of, you know, be validated into that world of music, you know, that very picky world. It's great. You know, it's, you know, really awesome to be behind those drummers and, you know, like the drummers you read out, like half of those are like massive heroes of mine, you know, you know, and so really, it was really awesome to be on that list. And it was funny because when Tony Banks found out I was on the progressive list, he goes, hey, man, I, I got given some award to, you know, to be like a prog god. He goes, it's great, but there's no chicks, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that was what I thought was funny from Tony Banks. He goes, prog is great for music people, but there's no girls. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's superb. I like that. Yeah. But, you know, you've obviously earned it and you've earned it in fine style playing the way you have on the tours and, you know, totally deserved. So good Thank on you, you, man. I appreciate good. that. No, not at all. Not at all. But this this kind of um, I'm going to jump around a little bit. Um, in between the tours with your with your original band, Better Strangers, I, it looks like you've done a couple of club gigs as well. Is that right? Yeah, we, we did. And, and <laughs>
1: right when we finished, we did some. Some shows uh, which were really great, um, you know, working at it. Obviously, ta- you know, taking some time off to do these uh, these tours, but um, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm I'm back here until March where we do Europe with Genesis, and really just going to be working, you know, trying you know full steam ahead with my band, mm-hmm. uh, which has been exciting and it's totally different. I mean, to, to be honest, though, I, you know, this, there is lots of stuff that I bring that I learn you know, playing with the guys in Genesis and also not just musically, but, you know, being on the road and and having the kind of knowledge of how it goes. And when you see people who make a living for it and are professional, you know, as tour managers, production managers and the way all the kind of pieces of the jigsaw puzzle have to fit in to make something happen. you, you kind of take so much of that when you go, you know, when I go back with my band and it's just really funny. It's just a completely different scale, which is, it's lots of fun. You know, you kind of really do get the best of both worlds, yeah. um, you know, and, and you just kind of have to grind it out. You know, you do some club shows and, you know, do the load in, load everything out. It's a completely different thing, but it's great. You know,
0: I guess it, it kind of brings you back down to earth with a bump because I, I'm guessing on tour, not that I've ever been on a tour on the scale that you've uh, you know you've done in the last year. But I, I guess uh, everything is pretty much done for you apart from the play inside exactly.
1: I mean, it, it is also that that you know that's a big part of it with, you know with our band, um all of us, we have a you know we're we're playing the songs, but you know we also have you know, God, I hope people show up today. yeah, and I hope the sound is good. I hope. Well, whereas you don't know, like for me with Genesis and when I was touring, my dad I didn't have to worry about that. I just worry about going to play the drums because I know the sound's going to be good. I know the lighting's going to be good. I know that there's going to be people there. You know, I just have to worry about this. Whereas with you know with my own band, it's it is completely different. But it's it's it, you know it's great. It, 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 and it also has two different mindsets that I've learned as a drummer. You know, being a drummer in the band when you are the drummer, as in like this is you know I decide. What happens drum wise, yeah. Um, is completely different to when you're you know essentially hired to play the songs, like with Genesis. You know, like, I'm, like I said, I'm trying to make the guys comfortable, I'm trying to make the fans happy with this. You know, the sounds and, and, this, and the way the songs sound. Um, whereas with My Man, as much as I still am worried about that, course, you know, making course, them feel yeah, comfortable, yeah. it is different because you know, it, it you, there's a bit more expression, there's a bit more um, looseness to it. But it's really been a great, you know, uh, great time to be able to kind of go between both of those aspects of it, you know?
0: Amazing. It, it's, I mean, it's so lovely to see that you've gone from playing, you know, 20,000 seaters to a club gig, which could have, I don't know. Between one hundred and two or three hundred people in, I guess.
1: Well, we, we had one that was three hundred people, and then we won that at about forty-five people. You know, so
0: incredible. It,
1: the highs and lows, man, of, of of grinding it out. You know, that's what's awesome. fun about it. Can, can you remember how to set your own drums up? That's the important thing. I do well. The thing is, is since I use a different kit um, on with my band as I do at, well, on the road. I do have to kind of, when I sit back down on my kit with my band, I'm like, okay, I have to get used to it. It's a bit more of a, you know, John Bonham set up with some concert toms. Um, whereas, you know, it's not the kind of full concert Tom, uh, 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 Phil Collins Genesis kit that I use. Um, but that being said, you know, we do have everything on a rack on the road, which makes it easy for uh, munch my, my drum tech, but back with here, we use I'm I'm using just stands, but I've kind of made it. I've marked everything where it's as easy as possible to just set it up. You know, it's kind of like if everything's marked, you put it in and you set it up the right place. There's really no adjusting necessary, which helps. But you know, it, it it's it's definitely not great. I'm I'm definitely you know, uh, I guess impatiently awaiting when I can get a drum tech <laughs> back with my band.
0: So is it is it. Does it feel weird playing on double-headed toms, apart from the concert toms that you've got again? Does that feel strange? Uh,
1: I wouldn't say it feels strange. You just have to kind of play them a different way, really. Um, because the, with the concert toms, there's a lot more rim shots on the toms. I mean, maybe not the big ones, like the floor toms and then the 15-inch. But like the first eight and ten, like they're essentially just really small timbales. Yeah, You're cool. just really rim shotting the, the hell out of them to get that sound out of it. Um so it's more just the way it's set up that that takes a, a bit to get used to for me when I'm back at home, sure. um, especially symbol wise, because although I've started to kind of, you know, I've started to adjust both setups to kind of start, you know, getting to a, a, a nice middle ground where they, you know, they feel kind of similar because there's some things that I really love about the way, the way I set up the Genesis kit that I can't really do with this kit and the same vice versa. Yeah. So symbol wise, you know, I with the Genesis kit, they're pretty high up, uh, and I'm starting to have to kind of mirror that with my kit just to be able to get that familiarity. Because when you go from you, you know going from every month switching from really high symbols to symbols that are kind of you know head high, it, it's kind of impossible. So
0: yeah, I mean, ergonomically, it looks a challenge. The Genesis kit because it is it is very hard <clears> very spread out, isn't it? You know. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it's
1: not as uncomfortable as as it looks. Um, because I, I remember like we did like a drum kit tour and somebody was like, dude, this looks really uncomfortable mm-hmm. to play. And I mean, it, it does kind of look like that, but to be honest with some of the sizes, that's kind of what you have to do. Yeah. Like there's a 15 inch rack tom, mm-hmm. um, which is like right in front of my face almost. And, um, you do have to kind of adjust that and set that up accordingly to make it make sense, yeah, uh, and fit everything. But at the same time, you know, the symbol height hasn't really been an issue um with those songs but it's also what i what i've learned is like you know it'd be very hard it's very hard whenever i'm rehearsing here uh, at home for the genesis tour to play those songs on the kit i use here it's completely different like the way you play it and the fills you do it changes your instincts mm-hmm. uh, it sorry I, I really bad grammar it changes your instincts um, as far as like how you kind of go about it because you know a lot of the phil collins fills are you know tom and cymbal yeah. kind of thing like that you can't really do that um, on, a, on a kind of kit that's a bit you know not as not set up as tall and where the cymbals aren't as high um, and so it does change kind of like what fill you're going to go to um, on on which song but you know it, 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 it is there are some sides of it that kind of uh, are difficult just in the way that you can't play certain fills the same way but at the same time, you know, like it, it, I've gotten just, I've just gotten used to it after so long of playing that, that kit, you know.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, it sounded great and it looked looks the business, doesn't it? Let's be honest. Visually, <laughs> it's great. It really is.
1: Yeah, so, I think you kind of have to do a prog rock tour with a big kit, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you know, say the UK tour was, was fantastic. Unfortunately, you had to, um, to postpone a few dates at the end in London, but, yeah. you know, fingers crossed that uh, COVID, Covid is uh, dies down a little bit again by then, and things can carry on as normal. That's that's what we hope, obviously. Absolutely, yeah. The tour, I'm sure there's lots of um, lots of Genesis fans down south. Got the fingers crossed at the moment. So, um, Nick, thanks so much. Uh, you know, this, you're right at the end of the tour now. You're finished, and you have to talk to me. So, I do apologise. That's um...
1: <laughs> <laughs> no worries, man. No, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Oh, hey, and uh, you fun. know, and also. You know, some of the guys that you've had since I've been on which just absolutely awesome, awesome drummers. And it's, you know, really great to, to see the kind of channel grow and get more and more people on it.
0: Oh, well, that's kind of yeah, I'm, I'm very privileged. I really am. And I, and I don't take it lightly. So, uh, look, have a great Christmas. Um, keep safe. And hopefully we'll see you back over in the UK in March. And I, I know you start in Europe as well, don't you, March? And
1: uh... Yeah, we do kind of Germany, France, Netherlands... Yeah, uh, I, I think that maybe maybe we're doing Belgium. I, I don't remember, but we are finishing the three shows at the O2. That's
0: a pretty good finish, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah.
1: it is. Yeah. It, it'll be quite special. Um, and also for them to kind of wrap up their last shows in, you know, their kind of home city, you know.
0: Yeah, amazing. Incredible to be part of it as well. Look, thanks so much, Nick. You're a gentleman. You really are, and it's it's appreciated by me and I'm sure everybody who watches it. Yeah, oh, thank you very much, man. Appreciate thank that. You. Take care, mate. See you soon. Yeah, take care. Bye.